Hello and welcome to the Electronic Wireless Show, episode 77, RFS's uh, gaming podcast, the only gaming podcast you need, uh, as we discussed last week. Um, and yeah, this is a live show. Oh. Really excitingly, we are live from EGX Res at the Tobacco Docks in London. Uh, my name is Alice Bell, and I'm joined this week, of course, by Brendan Carwell. Hello. Hi, Brendy. Hi. Are you good? <laughs> I'm very nervous. Oh, don't be. It's fine. You flew. You landed this morning as I'm well. Nervous so. and tired. Yeah. <laughs> and even more excitingly, we're joined for, for the very first time by Nate Crowley. Hello. How, how are you? I'm. I'm a section editor. Um, that's a, yeah. That's a job title, not a. And a mood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a big mood. Um, sorry, I, I find that to help with the nervousness, just look at the big wolf. There's a large fiberglass wolf outside. I find it very calming. Um, yeah, no, it's lovely to be here. Uh, I uh, joined RPS, of course, this week. Yeah, like four days ago. Yeah. How's um, it been? No pressure. Um, increasingly. Bizarre today. Uh, I've seen a lot of video games uh, in this place, um, but no, it's lovely. I got to visit the office in Brighton and have some cans of Fanta, which was a pleasure. Nate was really excited because our office is quite swish, and, really nice. and we get like free soft drinks if we want. And he was like, "Oh, Fanta!" <laughs> yeah, it was and then good. you had some sugar-free iron brew as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was a drink. Um, <laughs> and I've been writing about. Um, Ancient Greek punishment yeah. and typing, um, and of course, carrying on with my Dwarf Fortress diary series where I'm making a chimp. Oh, so yeah. It's, yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> great professional environment, really. Yeah, it's good, yeah, yeah, it's really good. Well, let, we'll we're going to talk a little bit about EGX Rest. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Nate, and then we're going to go into our main feature, uh, which is you're really excited about, Brendan. I'm terrified. This was our idea as well. I know. I don't know why I got, I don't know why I dug myself into this. It's a theatrical belter. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> well, Nick, like, uh, let's ask a, a little bit about you and get to know you a little bit for the, the reader, the listener at home and live today as well and on the internet. Um, oh yeah, hello. So, you know, you are a, a, you know, a theatrical, you've got theatrical experience, you run a business LARP. Yeah. Um, I've last three years uh, at the Feral Vector event, I've been running uh, with the organisers a business-themed LARP about uh, a post-apocalyptic cargo cult uh, based around synergy and business. Um, <laughs> I play the figure of Big Mike Lunchtime, uh, the revenant king of deals. Um, and Well, actually, he died in year two, and then in year three, a character appeared called Father Business, uh, <laughs> who wore a grey Santa suit and a beard of receipts, but otherwise spoke and acted exactly like Big Mike Lunchtime, <laughs> Revenant King of Deals. Uh, great game, really yeah. fun. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Talking a voice like this, do a lot of roaring at people, yeah. Um, great stuff. So this should be good for you. Um, in terms of, like, video games, Mm. Uh, what what are some of your what's your what's your favourite sort of genre oh. you're going to be writing about? Yeah, so I'm quite obsessed with um, essentially any kind of game where you can build order from nothing. Mm -hmm. um, gives me a sense of control over a uh, otherwise out of control life. Um, I like uh, city builders, mm -hmm. uh, four X's. Um, you're very fond of the fallouts. 
Yeah, we reviewed all, all 75 of them. Five for us. <laughs> yeah. we did. That was our first uh, interaction with Nate, is that we got Nate to review Fallout's 5 to 74. Oh, no, 75. <laughs> and then as, actually, much like an ironic ancient Greek punishment, uh, I think your reviewer for Fallout 76 fell through, and I had to review the yeah, real the Fallout real 76. You did such a good job with the older yeah. ones. <laughs> it was garbage, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, so that was, uh, that was a great reward. Thank you. Um, yeah, no worries. Uh, anything you hate in particular? Um, I find, actually, I think... Some the content that's going to come later on will be really useful and educational for me because, like an old man, I've always found JRPGs incomprehensible in a way that makes me feel s square, to be honest, <laughs> but not square soft. So, yeah. no, square Enix oh, <laughs> ruined that joke completely. But uh, hopefully, we can assemble something together from the butchered remnants. Um, yeah, I, 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 there's too many big swords. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping I can, I can start to remedy yep. that ignorance. Mm. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Brendan, have you managed to see anything at REST this year? I so went far? to the, uh, there is a room that does alternative controllers. Oh yeah. Controllers like hardware that is not your usual type of hardware. And I played a little game which was about building, a, I think it was called a human vacation. Where you basically, I think the idea is that you're, you're trying to be put into another human body and you're going to have a, an entire life and they, um, they, it's like a little interactive text thing you just touch the screen with this pen yeah. and it's just full of terms and conditions it's like every worst <laughs> terms and conditions screen you've ever seen and you're just going oh my god <laughs> ticking boxes and uh, they give you when you get to the end you feel like what you want from your life you know I chose oh, I want to have a, a love affair with a rival and I want to you know I, oh, I want to I want to have I want my pet to die, you know, <laughs> for, to traumatize me, you know, and all this stuff. You pick your life, and then at the end of it, you get to press a big button, and you press the big button, you just go, Phew! and then this tiny receipt prints out really slowly. <laughs> it just kind of goes, Ch -ch 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 -ch. and it just says, like, one human vacation, and there's a little barcode, and it's like, oh. <laughs> like this was it. That sounds amazing. Um, so that was, that was very fun. I good. love games which are all build up and no climax. <laughs> Always wanted to do a game called Albatross Dentist, which is like a big splash screen, and you click on it and it's just black and the text slowly fades in. <laughs> Birds don't have teeth, you fool. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> you can make That's that. Yeah. Have you seen anything interesting so far? Um, yeah, I was just having a go on a sort of a, I thought it was a driving game, sort of a fighty Mad Maxim up, but. It wasn't. It was uh, like you didn't steer the car. It was sort of an FTL business where you had lasers and that, and you were choosing which ones to go off on the other car. Um, it was based on an obscure 1988 role-playing game. Oh. Yeah. Lasers on cars, yeah. I yeah. remember yeah. <laughs> Lasers on cars. Yeah, no, Dark, Dark Future, I think it was called, which is a really generic title, but fun game, yeah. I, I haven't really had time to see anything. I've walked around, but I haven't really got involved in anything, apart from uh, Graham Smith, our editor's game. Uh, disclosure, Graham Smith is our editor um, <laughs> and has made a game. Uh, so Which is his? Uh, it's Primetime Prime Detective. Detective. So the game is like you build a detective uh, and do like a Primetime Detective show, like a CSI almost. But Count. the... And, and as you go, you sort of 
alter what your character is like. But the win state, or the, the, the lose state, isn't like picking the wrong suspects. The lose state is like if your ratings go too low and you get cancelled. So you have to keep like the ratings up, basically. So he's here in the indie bit. Although he, he said like there's a bug in the code and it crashes like all the time. So there's a little sign that says like it will crash. I am sorry. I will fix it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the second best detective game on show actually after Frog Detective 2, uh, which is in left field. Um, only saw it for about five seconds, already my game of the year. <laughs> it's cracking. All I saw was a lion with an eye patch and a frog saying, okay. <laughs> what is um, Frog Detective detecting this time? Last time it was a, a haunted island. Oh, I, I think a lion with an eye patch. Is that's that's the only contextual <laughs> clue I have, yeah. Okay. Maybe he was part of some illegal uh, megafauna. <laughs> Like well, the island fighting. of Dr. Moreau. Yeah, yeah, maybe he's been vivisected into a bloke. Who knows? That would be a really dark turn for those kids. <laughs> yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it? Uh, but I do, you should check out Primetime Detective, because it does, like, he's very self-facing about it, but it's like, like yeah, it's really interesting. Oh, that sounds out. fun. Yeah. Um, so, shall we, I know you're dreading it, Brandy, but let's move on to the... <sighs> the main <laughs> the concept of this podcast. Let's be someone. Let's do it. So we are, we're going to, um, basically, we wanted to, to do something special for the live show, and we thought we could take, you know, we could reminisce over some of the, the key kind of moments in, in PC games, like some of the real like banner scenes that people always remember. But we thought that was a bit too boring and not needlessly complex enough. <laughs> so what we did is we picked three games that have quite pivotal scenes in them. And then each of us has not played that game and then wrote the pivotal scene <laughs> as a script that <laughs> 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 we're going to perform. Um, so uh, the first scene we're going to do is called Would You Kindly by Nate. Um, Nate, can you maybe talk a little bit about uh, the, what, you know, the, the creative process behind the scene? What the, game um, this even is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is about uh, Tetris. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> So uh, I have a mate called Mark who's really into Bioshock. Um, just likes to talk about Bioshock. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, I've never played Bioshock. I've watched a few minutes of Bioshock Infinite being played by someone else. Um, and in 2007, while extremely in the middle of the flu in New Zealand, I built a Big Daddy costume out of a lampshade, a cardboard box, and a traffic cone, and went to Kelly Tarleton's Underwater World to take a succession of photographs with a friend. It was a great afternoon, but that's all I know about Bioshock, We'll really. link that in the description. <laughs> that and what Mark has told me about the plot of Bioshock. Okay. So this is the end of Bioshock, based on what I remember of my mate Mark telling me about it. Okay, good. All right, ready? And I'll be playing... Jack, who's the man of the game, um, <laughs> who is being uh, cajoled around a sort of underwater New York by Atlas, um, and he's fighting a man called Andrew Ryan, Ryan yeah. played by Alice. Yeah. So the scene begins. It is underwater. There is mahogany and glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds right. All right, let's go. 
Well done, Jack. Am I going to do an Irish accent? I'm afraid you must. <laughs> do I have to do a southern Irish accent, or do I, can I just do my own? <laughs> this can be northern Irish, yeah, of course. Well done, Jack. <laughs> you've done a fine job of getting squid blood out of all those children, or whatever it is that you've been doing down here. Oh, thanks, Irish Bane. Um, I've got to say, the kids were a pushover. It was the large dads that were the real challenge. Oh, aye, the vast fathers. The sizable seniors. The pretty big patriarchs. Robopops. The dad, the dad salute units. <laughs> it, hang on, what were we doing here again? Uh, I think we were storming Jack Ryan's undersea golf palace. Oh, aye, oh, aye, right you are. Aye, Ryan's palace, yeah. Storm away, storm away. Actually, uh, funnily enough, speaking of dad, he's yours. You what, mate? <laughs> it, it, Ryan's your dad. And, and in order to make um, this game's timeline work, by the way, uh, you're also four years old. So you're basically, you're like a really hench toddler. <laughs> okay, bye. Oh, okay. Hello, son. Oi. <laughs> you heard me. Turns out your entire life might as well have been a flimsily constructed backstory, blown away by the truth of this moment. Oof. This was my plan all along. Or Atlas's, possibly. I can't remember. It was some sort of scheme. Okay. I think there was someone called Frank as well. <laughs> anyway. Can you help me out and conk my dome with this here clubberoo? Beg, beg your pardon, Dad? Y you know, do me a favour and sort out my brain case with that golfy sports rod over there. Sorry, mate, I, I really don't get your banter. <laughs> right. Would you kindly... <laughs> Clonk. Oh, no. I've brained my dad, and he made me do it. A man chooses a slave obeys. Clunk. A man chooses a slave obeys. Clunk. Free markets are well fucking good. Good lord, turns out Ryan's face was just a mask which, when beaten heavily enough with a golf club, came off to reveal famed objectivist and shit polemic novelist Ayn Rand. <laughs> Business. Well, I guess this walloping satirical gut punch to libertarianism elevates this nonsensical sci-fi shooter to definitive proof that video games are art. <laughs> or are they? Surely it was Ryan's deviation from the laissez-faire ideals that led to the fall of Rapture and not his adherence to them in the first place. Crikey, Atlas. D do you reckon? Mm. For those listening at home, Atlas shrugged. <laughs> I'm going to turn into a big beast now and uh, kill you. That seems legit. Oh, I think I've lost my old... Um... There, can you hear me again? <laughs> those were the last lines of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've lost the old... Oh, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> Let me get your mic there, in fact. There you go. Thanks. So, uh, scene. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, you know, let's do some deep textual reading here. Uh, <laughs> what, what do we think is meant, you know, by the, by, you know, dad salute units, for example? Uh, well, it's, it is, uh, it's a real game of dads, isn't it? Bioshock, from <laughs> my limited knowledge. Um, were the big daddies anyone's dads? 
sort of. I... no? I think they sort of retconned in that one of them was someone's dad at some point, maybe? I think there were maybe just people who had been tricked into thinking they were dads. Oh yeah. Hypnotised probably into thinking they were dads. A lot of hypnotism in it as well, Mm. isn't there? Mm. Because that that was the deal, right? So, as I understand Mm. it, from what I've tried to to put across here, Mm -hmm. Jack, the man, was a boy, but an old boy. (laughs) (laughs) Who had been hypnotised and... Well, he, so he, the, the thing was, he would do anything that anyone asked him to do as long as they said, would you kindly yeah. to start with, which seems a weird thing to choose. But, and they made him kill a puppy when he was a child. Oh, that's not very nice. No, I know. Wait, what? Do you know what I meant? That was one of the, you know, the, the, the thing, recordings you could pick up. And in one of them, it was like a kid with a puppy. I absolutely missed that. Did you know? And it was like, oh, isn't it a nice puppy, Jack? And the tiny Jack is like, yeah, it's a nice puppy. Would you kindly and they kill go, the would puppy? you kindly wring the puppy's neck? And he like cries as the, oh. there's, a, there's like a sound of a child crying and killing a puppy. Oh. See, if they had made the game today, that would have been the tutorial level. <laughs> I mean, just that bit of edge. Yeah. Um. Do you, do you, are you a Bioshock fan, Brendy? I liked Bioshock. I think it was an excellent critique of uh, free market ideals, uh, and also you got to shoot men in the head. So everyone's a winner, really. <laughs> yeah, but no, loads of people don't re- realize it's a critique, and they just remember that uh, you're not entitled to the sweat on your butt. No, says the man in Washington. I mean, it is. Go, yeah, that's well good. <laughs> it, no. does, it does try to do the video game thing of um, having its thematic cake and also shooting the cake at people. <laughs> you know, it's like, how serious can you be? How serious a takedown can you do while you're also doing this? <laughs> that is my bother with it, though. Um, and I, I did try and put a line, actually a serious line, in this very serious play. Um, <laughs> is it actually a critique of, of objectivism and stuff uh, as much as we want it to be? Because Andrew Ryan is essentially... Uh, an autocratic dictator, isn't he? Saying you're yeah. not allowed any beans from the land. You've got to have the sea beans <laughs> and you've got to do things my way. Um, that's how, that, otherwise, why would there be a rebellion, right? Mm-hmm. Surely, in the marketplace of ideas, uh, Atlas <laughs> could just, I don't know, laissez-faire is his way into being in charge. I don't know. It, it seemed, if he was doing a dictatorship, then he wasn't being very... Ayn Rand, was he? I, I don't no. know. But then she was a massive hypocrite anyway. Well, yeah, she Welcome was a Welcome to Rock, Paper, Shotgun. <laughs> yeah. From 2000 and... Yeah, again, I've not played the game. This is based on a couple of articles I read about the game. So, yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. Libertarianism's rubbish. There we go. Yeah. There you go. Scene done. See you next week. <laughs> um, but wait, there's more. There's more. So this next scene is... Um, it's called uh, a really powerful title, actually, I think, <laughs> as well. It's called Half-Life Intro Sequence by Brendan. I wanted to be faithful to yeah, the source yeah. material. Um, it's very, I think, um, uh, what would the word be? Uh, sim- it's simple, but, uh, you know, uh, really strongly communicative. As a, so take us through, you know, it's the scene. Like brutalism, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I w- wanted to explore the character of the... In- the 
the enemy or yeah. the, the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Um, and I yeah. feel like I have done this and remained very, very faithful to Half-Life's core ideas. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you a big fan of Half-Life? <laughs> I've played Half-Life. I didn't follow the rules for this, so... Oh. oh. Oh, I see. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, then. Can I suggest a little bit of audience participation? Uh, it's very simple. Yeah. Could someone maybe just stand at the side of the stage being the lifting robot? <laughs> <laughs> Since it is visible. Um, and I like to think it would add some ambience. Is that allowed? Does anyone want to be the lifting robot? I think we should pick... Who would want to be the lifting robot? Matt? Inevitably, it Matt want to be the lifting robot? <laughs> Matt, come up here and be the lifting robot. Yeah. Everybody give Matt a round of applause for being the lifting robot. <laughs> Matt is also our, our, one of our writers as well, so he's not just some poor schmuck who we know and have lifted up to do. <laughs> be, the, <laughs> be the lifting robot. Give us your best lifting robot. I, can't, I played it, but I can't remember what it... I don't know. It, yeah, just do that. It's bloody perfect. Yeah, there you go. Just do that. Keep doing that. You have to do that now for three Turn minutes. Turn from the hips. <laughs> That's it. There you go. Good. Right. Okay. So, uh, shall we begin? <laughs> Lifting robots don't talk. Uh, interior: a train carriage. Gordon and Dr. Kleiner are sitting next to each other, or across from each other. Whatever one. Wait, which one's used? I'm Gordon. Uh, okay. This is the Piccadilly Line service to Black Mesa. Sorry to bother you, but you must be our new trolley pusher. Pleased to meet you. I'm Dr. Kleiner. Uh, uh, not exactly. Uh, my ah, name. Ah, yes, you're Morgan Freeman. No, it's uh, it's it's Gordon. I'm a I'm a physicist. Actually, I graduated from MIT with honors, uh, studying applied quantum physics. Now. Oh wow, well, you don't speak much, Morgan. Well, I'm, ta <laughs> I'm talking right now. I the strong, silent type. I I'm, see. I'm, I like that in a trolley pusher. I'd well, you've got your work cut out for you. Apparently, the readings this morning are all over the place, which might cause a wobbly science. You don't mean you don't mean a resonance cascade. Sorry, I should explain. A wobbly science is when the atoms are sad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it says Kleiner makes a sad face. <laughs> oh my god. Well we can't we have to do something. We need Doors to opening. Oh no, it's a group of fans from Zen FC. <laughs> oh my god. They're aliens. Nothing more than extra dimensional hooligans. We're extra dimensional. <laughs> extra dimensional. Don't make eye contact. We should probably report this to, like, you know, CERN or, like, I don't know, the, the transport police? Is that how we. We're Zen, we're Zen, we love to murder men. We're Zen, we're Zen, we love to murder men. We're Zen, yeah! Maybe not, I don't know. What? Don't worry, Morgan, we're nearly there. You'll be fruitlessly pushing trolleys into giant energy beams in no time. Hang on, why is the train stopping? <laughs> we regret to inform you that this train is being held in the tunnel due to a wobbly science. Oh, God. 
Oh God, no! You're no. not singing no. anymore. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, yeah. Well, well done to Matt there as well. That was a star, a star turn. Thank you very much. Lovely, uh, lovely roboting. <laughs> so, Brendy, um, yeah, so this is the, the opening of Half-Life 2, which is, uh, yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So obviously, <laughs> it's a very kind of pivotal uh, scene, sets the tone um, for the rest of it. So what, what were you kind of trying to say with, the, with this interpretation of it? I suppose I was trying to say that in many ways, yeah. old games yeah. are still stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, I wasn't trying to say anything. We had to write three scripts <laughs> and had to come up with something. What, what about the, uh, the decision to, like, you know, when you, you know, someone puts on a fancy Shakespeare and it's like, oh, it's Macbeth on a nuclear submarine or Julius Caesar, but they're fish. Like, why, <laughs> why are the, the Zen men now football boys? Well, in a lot of ways, <laughs> football supporters <laughs> <laughs> are alien to me. Uh -huh, uh -huh, yeah. And I don't understand them, but there is a humanity there. <laughs> but they have passion. And that needs to be understood yeah. and forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> what about the lad who was like um, a sort of a dinosaur with a squid's head who's sicked up on you? Are we talking about Half-Life? <laughs> yeah, do you remember that, that? He showed up all over the place. He was like um, a two-legged, sort of like a chicken with a squid. No? Do you mean the little head crabs? No, no. No, it's a chunky boy. Chunky boy. Ah, oh, chunky boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, what would he do at the football, I guess, is what I'm asking. <laughs> you mean what he would do, do at a physical football? How would he play the game football? I'm not sure. I would like to play, in fact, if they're not going to do a Half-Life 3, Valve could perhaps do a Half-Life IP football game. Like humans versus head grabs. Yeah. If someone hasn't modded football into Half Life. Actually, that will inevitably have happened, yeah. won't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, to be fair. Well, write in and let us know. Okay, uh, our final scene today is called The Death of Aerosmith. Does anyone want to guess <laughs> from the title which game this is from? Yes, give that man a coconut. So I like how you've, you've neatly stepped around. So in Final Fantasy VII, if you never played it, there is an argument over the name of the character, Eris <laughs> or Eris. Eris, yeah. And how it should be um, spelled. But we've, you've neatly sidestepped that here. Yeah, <laughs> by just doing it completely wrong. It's, no, I uh, think I take it to some interesting conceptual <laughs> places. And, you know, I was really saying, like you, I think, you know, making the point that old games are still stupid. Um, I think I was trying to, because people elevate, you know, the scene, I've never played Final Fantasy VII, so but people elevate this scene to high art, and I wanted to take it lowbrow. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a boy cry on a train over this. Really? Yeah, at school. <laughs> 
It's he, bad. <laughs> he was the person that people would pay a fiver to eat a sheet of newspaper, though, so your mileage might be. Aww. I feel bad for that person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't do that. I'm not a monster, but... Um, Anymore. Yeah, I was on his social level, put um, it that way, yeah. What happens in this scene? So in this scene, uh, Cloud uh, had... Okay, so from what I understand, they were looking for Aerosmith, and they found Aerosmith, and then... Aerosmith dies. <laughs> Cloud is the protagonist, and he has spiky hair and a big sword, and the antagonist is Sephiroth, and he has spiky hair and a big sword. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am not entirely sure <laughs> why exactly they don't like each other. Is Sephiroth some sort of devil? <laughs> devil. <But> devil. <laughs> <laughs> but he can summon angels, I think. So can all the best devils. <laughs> when, when we say Sephiroth's name, can you all sort of... Oh, yeah, do you all know the, the Sephiroth's theme song? He goes, he goes like, Sephiroth! Like Sephiroth! That. Like that. <laughs> can you do that after he speaks every time? <laughs> Good, yes. <laughs> Good. Right. If no one's doing it, we're going to make sure. Like, we're going to go around each and every one of you and be like, we saw you not doing the Sephiroth, so you're going to have to do it. Yeah. We'll go proper supply teacher. It's only your time you waste. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one's leaving res to you all done your singing. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, in this performance, the part of Cloud uh, will be played by Nate. Uh, Sephiroth will be played by, uh, by Brendy. And I will be playing Sid with a C, I think. Yes, I'm getting nods, that's good. Uh, Who is Cloud's friend. (laughs) We start in media res. (laughs) What sort of voice does Cloud have? Uh, Like, I think, I imagine, like, the singer in an American pop-punk band. I can't do that, so I'll do (laughs) Phil Mitchell. (laughs) So anyway, my parents were great believers in nominative determinism and wanted me to be the protagonist of a video game one day. That's why my name's Cloud Strife, which is ridiculous and not a real person's name. (laughs) (laughs) Oi, oi, Sid. Sorry. Okay, I'll do do the pop-punk voice then. Uh, Look, Cloud, we have arrived at what I assume is some kind of high-concept church. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, and that's Aerosmith, deep in prayer. Hey, Aerosmith, <laughs> don't move. Cloud runs over to Aerosmith. Arrow! Oh, no. My arm's moving to attack you with my giant, giant sword. Seriously, it's so big. It's so big, though. Be careful, girls, you could hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I overpowered myself! Thank God I've such amazingly spiky hair. I'm like a weaponized Samson. <laughs> you forget, Clyde. We have the same hairdresser. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh my god, he impaled Joe Perry and Tom Hamilton on his fringe. Oh my god, there's blood everywhere. Oh, Jesus. Aerosmith uh, scream. <laughs> you see, Clyde? My sword is bigger than yours! <laughs> no way! Get it in and prove it! Oh, I cut a line from Seth Roth then. <laughs> oh, it says it in the script that you'll have to say Seth Roth again. Here's a... <laughs> oh, <God>. All right, good. 
oh my god, it is Anga. Oh, he's impaled Steve Tyler and Joey Kramer right <laughs> through the middle. Oh, the humanity. Oh my god. This only really works if you know all the members of Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> it's deep Aerosmith lore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all right. Big big sword, but mine mine is technically wider though. Girth is vital in swords. <laughs> <laughs> they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by Kid Rock. They've suffered enough. Oh, no, I slipped on their entrails. Whoop. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Steve, Steve, I'm so sorry. I could have saved you. <sighs> Who cares? They'll just become a part of the endless cycle of Spotify recommendations. In a way, they'll live forever. <laughs> It's not the same, damn you. They had years of touring left in them. Just look at the stones. Your plan doesn't mean anything. Aerosmith are gone. Aerosmith will never sing, never shred, or wail, or struts. Please, don't act as if you enjoyed the album Music from Another <laughs> Dimension. <laughs> Listen, they're more of a singles band, okay? I'll get you for this. I'll, I'll get you for this if it's the last thing I do. Oh, even if we have to explore it in a follow-up film with a silly name, which is also a distinct possibility. Well, one thing is for sure. This was a massive shocker and a twist that you'll be talking about for years, even though, from an outside perspective, it seems like a pretty cheap scene, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah, he's right. And when he's right, he's right. I'm going to fly away now, even though I only have one wing. <laughs> and I will therefore fly in circles like a Liam Duck, but please pretend that I look really cool. <laughs> oh, wow. What are we going to do without Aerosmith? Don't know. Let's pay our respects in a turn-based manner. <laughs> Very sad. Well... At least I've still got my really, 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 really big sword. <laughs> and surely the solution to most problems life with us. <laughs> See. Roll credits. <laughs> yeah. So, mm, the sword thing. Yeah, so I think <laughs> what I was saying there is that swords are like penises. Uh, yeah. That was hinted at, yeah. Yeah, I think it was, it was very subtextual. It was quite... Uh, uh, it's, it's, it was a subtle read, um, which I'm really pleased with. Um, what do they call the massive... Are they called buster swords? Is that the thing? Yeah, let's say it know. is. <laughs> I think... They are, they're, they're, they're called Buster Swords. We're all looking to Catherine, like <laughs> Catherine, you know. Someone give us a nod on that yeah? one. Yeah? Oh, Cloud Sword what? is a Buster Sword. That's, what good that's knowledge? That's a fact I know. Wait, yeah. what's Sephiroth's sword called? like <laughs> <laughs> Matsumune or something. Matsumune? Oh, I thought that was a type of delicious Japanese lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've never played Final Fantasy VII. I did have to watch Advent Children once, though. Why? Because uh, I was at a boy's house that I fancied, and he was having oh. a house party, and he put on Advent Children. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get a party started, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> there was, there was 
that sentence was going somewhere, and then it went somewhere. Then we different. all just sat and watched Advent Children. I was just like, I was like, how much do I fancy this boy? <laughs> it was really weird. Do you feel like you've got enough understanding for Final Fantasy VII through popular culture that you don't need to play it? Yeah, it's like Game of Thrones. I've not watched most of Game of Thrones. I've watched like the first three seasons, but I think I have quite a good handle on what's happening in it going into the last season, just because everyone talks about it so much. I think, out of interest, how many people here haven't played Final Fantasy VII? Oh, that's like half the room. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, can you, keep, can you keep your hands up? Now, retain the upright position if you've also played Half-Life. And if you've also played Bioshock. We have not wait. played it. They haven't played it. Oh, wait. What, <laughs> what, I mean, what I mean is put your hand up if you've played all three of the games we did scenes of. Oh, that's oh. a shocking minority. That's good, though. John that's was right when he told us to do younger people's games. <laughs> <laughs> we should have done Fortnite. <laughs> But it was interesting though, wasn't it? Trying to find scenes from games in the last five years that mm. had anything like instant mass recognition. Did we come up with anything? Not really, don't think. Someone like, said a scene from Devil May Cry. That was my devil... suggestion because I'd never played it. Oh yeah, because you said that the scene in which the devil was given permission to cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is, like, Dave did recommend a scene from Devil May Cry, but the problem was it was already funny. Ah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh yeah, it was Without a man having a Barney with a dog, wasn't it? Oh no, the one he sent me was, it was very like the Final Fantasy VII scene. Right. A woman had died and a man was upset about it, but it was really funny. There, there, we also had the same problem with, uh, there's a red alert scene in which Tim Curry says he, he's going to space. space yeah. um, and it, it's already perfect, so you can't really do a different <laughs> version of that. Yeah, you couldn't no. reenact that in any better manner than Tim Curry did it the first time yeah. round. Oh, what other... Should we talk about what other iconic scenes there are? We, well, we, we could ask questions if anyone has questions. Oh, do you have any questions? Does anyone about have any questions? Don't have to be about what we just, we just did. <laughs> it could be about anything else. Anything. How much time do we have left? We have like five minutes. Who can name five. a good scene from the last five years of PC gaming? Oh, John. The opening of The Last of Us. The opening of The Last of Us is not on PC. We can't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> No games that aren't on PC exist to us. See, that kept happening to us. We kept saying, oh, that's amazing, <laughs> but it's PlayStation. And that's your fault as well. If only, if only Rock Paper Shotgun had been founded as a PC and PlayStation. <laughs> 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 Any other scenes? Your no. In which uh, the large uh, Leviathan comes out of the water and says, what? Does an infinitesimal speck know of all creation? <laughs> that scene? Yeah, that's a banging dialogue, that's <laughs> for sure. It's <laughs> an iconic scene in video games, <laughs> really? to be fair. I tell you what, I'm going to make an oath yeah. here and now that okay. by the end of the year of our Lord, 2019, I will play a Final Fantasy game to completion. Wow. Big yeah. talk. What would be the best one for you to do, though? I'm going to let them decide. <gasps> You, you can really ruin his life. This is it, yeah. This What's is... the one with the dresses? That one's good. Final Fantasy 12-2. <laughs> 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 
Ten to. Ten to. That's what I said. <laughs> I forgot my Roman numerals mixed up. I was like, tw- ten, the, the Roman numeral for ten and the Roman numeral for two put together makes twelve. So <laughs> that's how Romans work. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I'd like yeah? ten two is great because you're a girl gang in it, and your abilities depend on what you're wearing, and that's amazing. That sounds you quite have powerful. To change outfit mid fight. I think you've given no, because that was giving me a too good uh, a Final Fantasy. To yeah, play. I mean, to be honest, that. That's an all right pitch. Better than the one, where, isn't there one where you like race birds? You do that in all of them. <laughs> oh, well, the entire audience get good just, at racing birds. The entire audience just mumbled at once, and it's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, the old chocolates, yeah. Um, right, uh, anyone got any, 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 can anyone offer me better than Final Fantasy X too? Because it will be that one otherwise. <laughs> I see someone at the back like opening their mouth. Oh, what a curse. (laughs) The reaction there was if you'd just dumped a sack of festering liver onto the stage. Um, Does Kingdom Hearts count? Kingdom Hearts, no, I will never play a Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) I don't want to know the deep, goofy lore. I don't want it. We've got someone at the back. Six. 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 He's giving you a good one. He's throwing you a bone. All right then, um, let's have a show of hands uh, for six. No, nobody is <laughs> merciful five, here. Five, we got five, yeah, that's Ten, two. Uh, okay. And 13, the sack of liver. Lightning returns. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Lightning returns. Lightning lives. returns, it okay. is. <laughs> By the end of this, the year of our Lord, 2019, I will play Final Fantasy 13, The Lightning Returns. <laughs> To completion. to completion. There you go. All side quests, 100%. <laughs> no, any percent. Any percent. Well, I guess on that note, it's probably time for us to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been lovely. This is a real improvement on the, the EGX live podcast we did as well, because we had five audience members. <laughs> There is definitely a multiple of five in this room. More than five people. Um, So thank you very much for joining us for episode 77 of the Electronic Wireless Show, Rock, Paper, Shotguns podcast. The best best podcast. The only podcast you need. Uh, I am Alice Bell. I've been joined today by the lovely Brennan Caldwell. He's waving. Hello again. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, for the first time ever, Nate Crowley. Really sorry I surrendered to madness. <laughs> uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, if you have any questions, suggestions, comments, nice ones, you can email podcast at rockpaveshotgun.com. Uh, or you can actually just come up and uh, tell us. <laughs> this is going presumably on like some kind of something. Yeah, it will. S- sorry for being professional, Brendan. <laughs> Uh, we are on Twitter at Rock Paper Shot. Uh, we have a YouTube channel now, which is just past 100k subscribers in a matter of months. Woo! Yes. Um, and uh, most importantly, you can find us at rockpapershotgun.com. Thank you very much, everyone. Bye! <laughs>
Thank you.